Seekers, Joy Givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. We've got another great show lined up for you. But first, let's give a great big thank you to our sponsors. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 First Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Are you currently renting your home? Give Team Aylesworth, Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Real Living First Realty a call. Trust them to help guide you through the home buying process. With interest rates as low as they are, now is a good time to take that leap into being a homeowner. The award-winning customer service team is ready to make you their priority. Call Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Make owning a home your reality today. Thank you so much, sponsors, and thanks to all of you for choosing to tune in today. I am so happy to welcome today Jean Cruft. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, I so we just have to tell a little story about how you got here. So our dear friend, Sarah Forsberg, who is actually a board member of what we're going to talk about. I don't want to give it all away. She constantly said, oh, I'm so excited about this new thing. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to talk to her. She's (laughs) got to get on the air with us. And voila, here you are. (laughs) Thank you. So, Jean, let's tell everyone a little bit about who you are and how you even got, well, actually, let's, we got to kind of build the story here a little bit, right? You are currently in Park Rapids. Yep. But you actually took a little time out to live somewhere else. Right. I um, was born and raised in Park Rapids. And a long time ago, and then um, took about 30 years and was in um, North Carolina and was an educator there. Um, So, but um, then came back to the area um, 12 years ago and and have been here. um, So have always um, been interested in um, the Native population. And I do have to tell a little story about that. Yes. Um, My grandfather... Uh, drove a stagecoach. Um, this is the end. Um, this was in the 1890s. He drove a stagecoach from Bemidji to Red Lake. Wow. And his experience was, and I didn't meet my grandfather. He died before I was born. But his experience was um, that got passed down to me as a child through stories in the family was that um, some of the native leaders were brought to Bemidji. Their, their way was paid to Bemidji from Red Lake to to do treaty talks. But my fa- my grandfather was outraged because even though the way the um, the fares were paid to Bemidji, they weren't paid for the way back. And so the people were stranded. And mm-hmm. so that kind of that sort of family story came down and I guess I always knew that um, some of the native the native folks have just not always been treated fairly and it's just you know just wasn't right and and we're going to come back to that piece of your story because there's a reason why you're actually bringing this in because your way was probably paved 
Way well, of course, before we were born, right? That's just how the <laughs> Lord works. So you come back to Park Rapids. You worked in education for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you retired, correct? Yes, right. Yep, and about then, a year and a half ago. Okay, so about a year and a half ago. And then you start getting involved as a volunteer. Right. And um, what were you doing right. as a volunteer? Well, I um, was uh, started out with a little um, Bible school um, led by Pathways um, out at Pine Point, uh, our, our young pastor, um, of our church, uh, t- talked to, had set that up, and I got really interested, started volunteering at the school at Pine Point, and then um, COVID came, the school, um, of course, shut down, the kids just had packets, so um, just through uh, through the grace of God, I met a, a woman um, in Detroit Lakes, her name is Karen Brakefield, and she has led the uh, the Jesus is Lord ministry at Pine Point for the last 15 to 18 years. And so I became involved in that and started um, just supporting Karen and helping out any way I could with those um, little Sunday school classes that she leads and also um, a Friday Bible school. So for people who don't know where Pine Point is, let's mm-hmm. give them a little, so yeah. we can just get acclimated a little bit here. Right. Um, Pine Point is a small village um, it's part of the White Earth Nation tribe, and so um, it's part of the reservation. It is um, east of Detroit Lakes. And this is a small community. This yes. is, we're not talking about, right, okay. So you start getting involved. Karen is involved, and you two both kind of have a little bit of a different focus. So talk to us about the volunteer <laughs> work and what emerged through God's miraculous right. unveiling. So... Um, it turned out that um, we were meeting on Fridays, and we always have a meal after we meet, and that's a that's a big, it's a very happy kind of a thing to do, and people people appreciate it. But we also, um, well, I had started just as a hobby doing woodworking. I've done that most of my life, and I had started making some um, wooden toy stables and barns, and then my house was filling up, and so I started a little Etsy shop. Well. Around November, um, I had more orders than I could fill. And so I told Karen, I said, well, do you think that some of the adults would like to come and help with um, this woodworking and so we can fill more orders and I can pay them? She said, yeah, I I think that would be good. Um, So I started doing that. And it really um, was very positive. People enjoyed using their skills they're um and very good at it and they um just started um and they enjoyed being paid so um we continued with that and then um uh we well karen and i were just having this conversation one day and it was just really we were just joking and just kind of having a good time and she said well Jean maybe we should start a school and I said no I I don't want to start a school I've I've done that I had started a charter school in North Carolina and I helped charters but I I said no I don't want to do she said well all right you start this a factory and I'll start a school well as it turns out um, a month later I was given the resources um, out of the blue that I could actually start a factory and so I knew that that was a God thing that that really 
um, that was just a gift and a, and a message that, that, yeah, that needs to happen. And at the same time, Karen um, w inherited um, the 501c3, the nonprofit of um, a school that had closed, and so she is going to have a little uh, Bible college there in Pine Point. Wow, I mean, praise <laughs> the Lord. Like, th But this yeah. is how we know it's him, right? Absolutely. It's like these little no, miraculous things, no right? no way in the world I could ever have no. um, even, you know, contrive well, to do any of that. And I like to say, like, you can't make this stuff up. Like, you <laughs> right. can't make up that all of, all of a sudden these resources are there. And within yeah. that same time frame, like, that is God at work, right? We, Absolutely. The signs and wonders are there all the time Absolutely. if we are yep. choosing to see them, right? So... You so let's let's dig into this concept of the factory a little mm -hmm. bit more. So, what types of things are you doing for woodworking projects? Right. Well, um, we right now what will be what we do and what will continue to happen is we make um, uh, wooden barns and stables, and um, so that will ha that will continue to happen. That will be part of what we manufacture there at the at the Are we talking place. like mini sizes or big sizes? They're mini. They're, okay. Um, yeah, they're they're little. I was trying um, to picture the shipping. Right. That's what I got. Yeah. Up right. And shipping isn't thing, but they're no, they're like fifteen by ten. Okay. So, so that will happen, and that will continue to happen at the um, at the creator's place. But we also. Um, will have screen printing. A company has said that they would like to um, house their screen printing operation and employ people from Pine Point um, to, at, with the screen printing. So that will also happen within the building. Another thing that will happen is that there are many people with skills out at Pine Point um, either in, well, one thing that we actually do right now um, is um, several people have um, wonderful skill of carving diamond willow canes and walking sticks. Diamond willow is is um, there's a lot of it out out there, and people are really good at knowing how to carve it. So that will continue. So those kinds of things that people already know how to do and have skills, um, moccasin making, beadwork. Um, different things that, that are all a uh, stonework are already happening. People can come to the creator's place and get support for creating a sustainable um, mini business, an entrepreneurial business of their own, and they they can get support there at the at the center. Um, another another aspect is we'll have a commercial kitchen so that um, people can can do canning and um, and provide um, food. So let's, you did announce the name, which is Creator's Place. Yeah. And so we should have got the little drum roll there for it. Um, so I, first of all, how did the name come about? I, it was so absolutely plain to me that God had provided for this, that it had, it was obviously God's place. And one of the concepts of God that, is both um, from my um, religious background and from the Ojibwe religious background is the creator, God is creator. So it seemed to make sense to me to call this the creator's place because then it does give, g acknowledge that yeah, God owns this. Yeah, 
I love that. And and, and it, obviously it, his hand is in this, right? It's, a- absolutely. Oh, and it's also a bit of a play on words because it's a place for creation, yes. a place for people to do creating. I, I love that. So what I hear you saying then is that it's not just a place to produce the barns, etc., but that the entrepreneur who also may be making their own business will have yes. a place to come and work yes, out of. So they'll have technology okay. um, those and some support, um, training, and that kind of thing. Okay, yes. excellent. So there's a place for people to go and, of course, associate with other people, Absolutely. other people that are doing the same thing. Yes. Now, there's another aspect of this that uh, we want to get to, which is that, you know, yes, you know, people, da-da-da, and... You also got another <laughs> little God moment about um, to assist as people may be getting out of jail or trying to get their lives back on track. Um, maybe people that have coming out of addiction. Uh, so let's talk about how God started moving well, that piece in. That was that. I mean, that had nothing to do with me. That was purely God. Um, I wanted land that was to build the to build the building on. I wanted land that was within walking distance of the housing area, the main um, housing area of Pine Point. Well, there were only three choices, and I called um, all three. Two of them, they didn't have any land for sale, but I called um, a man named Butch Smith, and he um, said, oh, yeah, he that would be fine. He liked the idea, and his work in life, he's retired now, but his main work in life was to work with um, inmates um, a reentry programs from in um, with inmates of um, that it, either felons or people who'd been in incarceration um, to get back into the society and be um, productive and not have the um, the recidivism the um, the reentry back into jail back into addiction um, mo- many of the um, many of the incarcerations have to do with drug, drugs and alcohol, and um, and that it's a huge, very real, very real problem. But Butch um, is very interested. He is now on the board of directors, and he and we. Are, so our third um, purpose of Creator's Place is to um, com- combat that cyclical incarceration um, recidivism, which is prevalent um, in the White Earth area, the White Earth Nation, and. What I love about this is that it points people to a solution. Like here is an option. You can hone in on your skill or maybe be just a part of the factory that's already got something there. But people can actually see, boy, at the end of the day, I can put in, you know, this work and here's the result. Here's the impact that this can create. And right. I would anticipate that building self-esteem and confidence is one of the things that we'll see because of this. Sure. Um, people are people are suffering. You know, they're they're my neighbors out there and um, they're suffering. And I, and when you're suffering, you tend to turn to things like uh, to drugs and alcohol. And so, yes, I think just, in fact, even, even now with having the stakes out where the building's going to be, there's hope that's been created. And yes, people need hope. People um, there have, have felt that they are kind of forgotten and, um, and so 
a little bit of hope goes a long way. And, and yes, I do think this is, even though it's a small venture, this is not a huge thing. But it is providing hope already for people. Well, be careful. You, God, you know, makes the impossible possible. <laughs> yeah, really. This thing could get really big. I mean, I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm starting to visualize your items being sold. I can't think of what the name of that catalog is that shows up that has a million different items in it. But I'm sorry, I'm having these visions of that right now as you're talking. You know, and it's interesting, you had shared towards the beginning the story of your grandfather and, and um, using the stagecoach to provide ride back and et cetera. And I'm thinking, you know, in a way, it's you're helping with another piece of the journey like you're continuing Mm. work it just looks different because if you know I'm thinking about you know when people get out of jail it's sort of like yeah well where does the road go from here and you're helping to show here's the road here's here's a solution here's a road that can get you onto a path absolutely so I there it's kind of interesting because there's kind of a cool analogy around that and I think I don't know who knows I could tie into your story someday (laughs) um so one of the things you and I talked about is how do you how do you stay in touch with the Lord to know what his plan is for you? What are the things that you use to stay grounded, stay connected? Because clearly there's a huge discernment process that's going on here, too. Right. Um, well, COVID has really helped me in that because a couple of different ways. Um, I've been able to stop being as busy and start being more in focus. Um, I do... Um, I do read the Bible um, in a daily uh, Bible study um, every night. And then in the mornings, I also have a a Bible reading that I do. Um, And also at 9 o'clock every morning, um, except for Sundays, there's a text study that our young associate pastor um, has online. Um, And it's like a 20-minute text study, and that really has helped me um, to think about our my mission you know to love god and love your neighbor and so yeah i mean that so it made it very clear i just i need to love my neighbor i need mm. you know if something the good samaritan he didn't choose who, what was going to happen but he did choose to go ahead and help when he was called upon and so that's kind of how i feel about this i mean who wouldn't do this if you you're given um there's a need and then you're given the resources so yeah you go ahead and do it well you're giving god your yes and i always one of the i think we've we've done a show on that the giving your yes to jesus like it's there is something so powerful in that moment when you are called and you give your yes and when you surrender into that it's like god takes you on the ride of your life right (laughs) absolutely because really what you're doing at that point is you are completely trusting him right oh yeah and i know you and i were talking about one of your favorite (laughs) scriptures um from proverbs um chapter three verses five to six um trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him he will keep your path straight Here's that right. word path again. See, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. girl, there's something and, in that. You know, for you. There, that is, that has always meant a lot to me because I'm a person who I'm, I'm very independent and I'm kind of, uh, I would say, bullheaded. And um, so, not to rely on my own understanding yeah. is huge. Yeah. And I and I'm finding very a lot of joy in not relying on myself um, yeah. and just kind of going with what what I see that God wants. It's almost like you can give yourself permission to release it, right? Permission to just, you know, let it go. I, By the way, I love that you bring this up about your personality because 
I, I tend to be that type of personality at times. I call it my red personality coming out. And what I love is that God uses it all. I, I think sometimes, I mean, dare I say that there are people who are like, geez, Louise, you know, like, let it you know, calm a little bit. But it's people like us who are sometimes leading the charge with God, well, right? God's well, right. at the you helm. Have to have, I mean, you have to have the kind of personality that you can take risks. That's not a big deal. Um, you can go ahead and use your skills and not be too worried about the decisions you make. Yes. So, yeah, it is important. So it and, and it all serves, right? Because there's just as much need for another type of personality, Absolutely. right? God will call us in different ways. And I think sometimes, I know, I don't know about you, but I know sometimes people, it's almost like, tone it down. Or, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, wait, God has created me this way for purpose. Like he's created me this way, just as he's created you this way, just as he's creating our listeners the way they are to do what he calls them to do and I think when we can celebrate that instead of getting all you know the panties in a bunch about it if you will you know (laughs) right and And to celebrate each other and each other's skills and each other's personalities and and yeah that you know um sometimes people rub each other the wrong way and you have to say thank you god for that person's personality because i know that's needed absolutely so i i love that you're bringing that up and i love the um relying on him piece because when you get to that place of surrender like that's the power place right because he you yes you have to take the steps and be obedient and listen to him and when he is running the show it's like, oh my goodness, the, as you're seeing, the doors start opening, the, it just things start happening. Um, yeah. We should tell people that when I reached out to you to do the show, well, I'm not sure if this is the right time. I'm like, no, no, I just, <laughs> I have a feeling you are supposed to come on now. And we don't know if that's somebody might be listening that's thinking, oh, this is really singing to my soul or there's something in this or who knows? We don't know why, right? We, that's we, right. We but can't. yes, I was a little reluctant. It was like, oh, I'm not sure I really can want to do that. But no, now I'm, I'm, I truly feel that um, it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, you mentioned board of directors. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the different ways that people can get involved with Creators Place because I have a feeling there's probably multiple things. Um, well, um, I guess mostly right now just to be supportive of the idea to realize that um that this is going on and um praying about that this will um be lead to very positive things for that community um as far as um yeah i can't think of anything right now that um besides that but um but there that's will the most be, important thing, right? Well, that's, absolutely, absolutely, it is. And in the future, there will be volunteer opportunities. That's that again, and maybe that's kind of what I just wanted to the open door for people to start praying about that because in the future, I mean, you've got entrepreneurs you're working with, you've got yes. different project ideas, you've got places that could pro- if, potentially sell stuff, right? Oh yeah, right. Um, if people have skills that they feel would could be lent to these um to people who are just starting out that would be huge to help to have them helping with this so where where do people find you are you just getting started with a facebook do they email you how where would someone go at Um, this point at this point um an email is uh is a good 
just my email okay. would be um, the right thing. At some point, I, w I will be putting up a Creators Place okay. um, website. Okay. And of course, we have we still are um, making our things for the Etsy shop. Right. On, online. So, what email should they use for you? Um, jcruft82 at gmail.com. And we should tell that's K R U F T. Right. <laughs> it, yes. it almost rhymes with the rough, but it's K R U F T. Right. It's like. Like craft, but with a U. So, because um, one of the things that, you know, I've been just kind of reflecting, I'm curious because I have a feeling there will be people who also say, well, can we financially support this? What does that piece look like? Because I know you've at least gotten um, a resource for some of the initial stuff, but there mm -hmm. will obviously be ongoing things. So what does that piece of things look like? Um, right. Well, uh so we will be, we are creating this nonprofit corporation um, uh, organization that um, particularly so that um, for, for granting purposes, but then also, of course, we can um, accept donations and they would be um, for tax purposes. Right. But, but yes, um, and right now, um, there, we don't have a need. Um, for that right this minute, but of course down the road, um, sustaining our operations, there will always be um, a need, or or actually for um, power tools. <laughs> I was just going to say, use with, power tools. That's that, the kind of things that I was thinking of. Like I could see somebody out there that, um, especially like we're into generational transfers right now and stuff, and I'm thinking. That garage full of tools that Absolutely. you don't think that you may need. Jean would be a great, I'm sure she'd yes. be more than happy to take some of those off your hands. That's exactly right. Um, and I was even thinking of supplies. I mean, I'm thinking of things that are a little more in demand right now that people are having a hard time getting a hold of. Um, and I'm wondering about even things like paint. And I mean, I, there's probably mm -hmm. so many different things as you get into this that will be needed for sure. Well, there will. So... I'm, I'm think here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're going to need to come back as this gets going, because really, I think it'd be great to have also have Karen and Butch join us. Absolutely. Um, I know, you know, pastor's getting ready to, to head out for a little bit. But I do think that, you know, having this team of people, um, Sarah, even from your board members to talk to really, um, I, I, I don't know, but I, for me, it's right. I want to see this evolve. I am so glad you're here now, because... <laughs> What well, I, this is the beginning. Because this is the beginning. And this is what I want people to hear about is that this is what it looks like at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Most of the times we hear from people when they're midway through or they've been going for three to five years. This is what it looks like at the start. And it's the trust. You are trusting in the Lord right now. <laughs> And that is a big trust factor when you're first getting started. And that's why I think maybe why you're here today is that <laughs> to show people this is the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, um, right. I, I really have no qualms um, about this because it, God really is um, working for yeah. us. Yeah, so what advice would you give to someone who's been maybe getting a prompting or thinking about doing something? I'd say listen. And if, if things are falling into place to make it happen, you know that it's meant to happen. Amen. I believe. Jean Krupp, you are amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad you are listening to God's call. We are so excited to see what happens with Creator's Place. Can you say that email one more time for people? Sure. Um, jcruft82 at gmail.com. 
Get in touch with Jean if you want to know more or you want to follow that journey. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Please remember, we do put our podcasts up on your QFM site. We also put them up on the Life Full of Joy site. Thanks for watching us. Make sure you're following me on Insta. Live joy, share joy. Have an amazing day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Live joy, share joy, shine your light to the world. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.